Welcome to the Calvary Assembly podcast with weekly messages from Calvary Assembly of God Church in Lexington, Nebraska. You can find out more online at lexag.org and on Facebook at Calvary Assembly Lex. Thanks for listening. Well, thanks again for joining us today. Thanks for staying with us and being flexible. And again, we appreciate the wildlife that's coming here. Well, last week, Pastor Kenny uh, brought a great message and started our new sermon series called Why Worry? And I know this is a message that's definitely needed in my life. I know many of you are in the same boat. There is so much to worry about today. It's so easy to worry about the economy. It's easy to worry about COVID. It's easy to worry about our families and relationships. Will I ever find that right person? Is my marriage going to stand all this stuff? Am I going to be able to retire in the next 90 years? Am I going to be able to afford to do that? There's a lot of stuff to worry about. And it seems like people kind of fall into two camps with worry. Either we're consumed with worry and we're always sharing stories about it on on social media and talking about it and worrying about it and and fretting. Or on the other camp, you have people say, I'm just going to sit my latte and watch the world burn. I don't care what happens. And we kind of fall into either camp. But there's so much going on in this world. And so Jesus gives us an answer to worry. He gives us an answer on how to stop worrying Uh, Last week, Pastor Kenny shared from the same passage, Matthew chapter 6. We're going to go back and read the verses he read, and then we're going to move on to the next couple. If you have a smart device, uh, an iPad, an iPhone, or Android phone, any of those, uh, if you go to the YouVersion Bible app, it's a free app. You go to the little menu button and hit More and Events. Uh, All the verses are there. The notes are there. You can get your handouts. We uh, scrambled to get over here. I didn't have time to post the notes on Facebook. I apologize. Um, So... The notes are in there, though. So we're going to go to Matthew chapter 6. If you have your Bibles, it's also going to be on the screen here. Matthew chapter 6, starting in verse 24. Jesus says this now. Right before this, he talks about giving to the needy, and then he talks about prayer and fasting, and then he talks about money, about not storing up treasures on earth where they can be destroyed. And then he starts off in verse 24. Listen to what he says. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate the one and love the other. You'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You can't serve both God and be enslaved to money. That's why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink, enough clothes to wear. And guys, this is stuff they worried about back then. This is not necessarily our our most urgent priority for most of us. You know, most of us have enough clothes that probably never have to buy them again. Uh, But others in this time period, these were everyday worries. So don't worry about whether you have food or drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you more valuable than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, will he certainly care for you why do you have so little listen faith that's the key right there why do you have so little faith so why do we worry about these things saying what will we eat what will we drink what will we wear these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers but your heavenly father already knows all your needs guys that should bring so much comfort he already knows all of our needs seek the kingdom of god above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need so don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow We'll bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. So guys, Jesus gives us the answer right there to our worry problems. And so 
I want to share just a few thoughts. Some of this came from a, a teaching that North Point Church did years ago on worry. Uh, it's really good stuff. I was really inspired by it. And so they gave us permission to use some of this. Um, but guys, here's the big thing we need to understand. Number one is there's a relationship between the size of our worry and the size of our faith. Jesus says, why do you worry? And then he says, why do you have so little faith? And Pastor Kenny shared some of this last week because worry can be defined as a desire to control our tomorrows. Worry is when we try to control something that we can't control. We can't control our todays, much less our tomorrows. Andy Stanley calls it a preoccupation with tomorrow. When we worry, we're worrying about things that we can't control, our kids, our marriages, our finances, our relationship status, our vehicles, our mortgage payments, all these things. We, we try and we try and we do our best, and these are all important. Guys, Jesus never said, don't worry about this stuff, it doesn't matter, because he knows it does. But he says we don't have to worry about them. The, and here's the thing, guys, and Pastor Kenny shared this one last week. The things we're most devoted to are often the things we worry about the most. The things that we worry about the most are the things that are most important to us. So if you want to look at your life and say, well, what's really important to me? Look at the things you worry about the most. The stuff we worry about the most is typically the things that are most valuable to us. And guys, worry can make issues bigger. But prayer often makes them smaller. When I can take my worries to the Lord and say, hey, Lord, I'm going to give this to you. I lay this at your feet. I'm going to give you control of this. He's going to control those things, and he's going to make them a little bit less. So here's the question. Do you really believe that God created the universe? Right? Most of us do. Most of us say, yeah, I believe that he created the world. Do we believe that God sustains the world? Do we believe that God is the one who controls everything? And most of us would say, yeah, I do believe that then why do I worry that God can't make my truck start? <laughs> why do I worry that God can't help me get a good grade? Why do I worry that God can't help me find the right person? Why do I believe that God can't help my marriage or God can't help my kids? I, I believe these big, huge things that God can do. Why do I not believe that he can control the little things? And a lot of times, I believe that he can, but I don't believe that he will. And here in these verses, he says he cares about us more than the birds, more than the lilies. And he takes care of all their needs. So he will take care of our needs. So we believe stuff that takes way more faith than that. And so worry, guys, worry can cause our faith to weaken. But faith can cause our peace to grow. So if you're worried about your life and you say, man, I just, I don't have any peace. I feel like I'm constantly striving. I'm constantly in limbo. We need to grow our faith. We need to grow our trust in God to do those things. So Worry can make our, our faith weaken, but faith can make our peace grow. He can help us with our peace. We're going to read a passage here in just a couple minutes that talks about that exact thing. And so, you know, we look at these things and we say, well, this is so big. Yeah, to us it is big, but to God it's not that hard. And we have to trust that he's willing to do that. So here's the big thought for today. One of the big thoughts I want to share. Worry is actually an opportunity for us to shine. And you're saying, what on earth are you talking about? Well, let me show you. When we worry, and everybody in the world worries, guys, everybody. I come from a long line of worriers. I've shared this before. My grandpa's a farmer. My uncles are farmers. Farmers worry, right? That's just part of the, the lifestyle. And it was always the joke around our house. If my grandpa couldn't find something to worry about, he would go find something to worry about. <laughs> he just wanted to worry. That was, that was what he did. So we've all had to learn this lesson. But here's, listen to what Jesus said. Living with excessive worry is living like a practical atheist. I'll say that again. Living with excessive worry is living like a practical atheist. What is an atheist? Someone who doesn't believe that there's a God. I know some of you are saying, wait a minute, hold up. You just called me an atheist. Well, no, 
Jesus kind of did. Because Jesus said, the pagans, the non-believers, they worry and they chase after all these things. And you do too. So guys, when I worry, when I let worry consume my life, I'm acting like I don't believe God is big enough to take care of these things, right? When I allow worry to rule my life and I, I can't sleep and I can't eat because I'm so consumed with these things, I'm acting like I don't serve a God who's big enough to do these things. And I'm acting like I serve a God who doesn't care enough to take care of them. So guys, put your mind at ease to know that we serve a God who is big enough to do these things. We believe that he does all these amazing things. We have to believe that he can handle my worries. He can handle my worries about finances. He can handle my worry about my kids or my marriage or my job or all these things. He can handle these things. He's big enough to do that. And so worry is an opportunity for people to see the difference that Jesus makes in our lives. Worry is an opportunity for me to show what others, what Jesus has done in my life. What does that mean? Well, do you remember after 9-11? Do you remember when everybody was totally panicked and gas prices went through the roof and we didn't know what was going on? Christians were the most peaceful people on earth. Were they concerned? Absolutely. Were they worried? Absolutely. But we could show people, hey, I know a God who's big enough to handle this stuff. And I remember people pouring into churches after 9-11 because they were looking for what? Peace. They were looking for God to do something in their lives, to, to bring them peace that the world around them couldn't. And so, guys, when we're going through things like COVID or pandemics or layoffs or a rough economy, as Christians, we have the opportunity to show people, hey, there's a God who cares about you. He loves you, and he wants to give you the same peace that I have. Now, does peace mean that I'm not worried? Absolutely not. Does peace mean that I'm not concerned about what's going on? Absolutely not. But peace means I can trust in a God who's big enough to handle this stuff. I can trust that God loves me and wants the best for us, right? And so... And I know some of you are saying, well, you know, God could give me lesser things to worry about. Like, why can't I be the guy that wins the lottery and doesn't allow it to wreck my life? You know, I would love to be that guy. <laughs> but a lot of times God says, you know, I'm going to allow you to go through this and show other people how this works. And so we have to show that worry can remind us that Jesus knows our cares. In verse 32, Jesus says, the Father knows you need all these things. The Father knows you need these things, and he cares for us. So when I'm worried about something, I can turn around and say, Jesus, I know that you know. I know that you understand. I know that you care. I know that you're here. It's an opportunity for me to remember that he cares for me. And it's an opportunity for you to remember that he cares for you. So guys, when these things come and, and they wake you up in the middle of the night and you're wanting to fret and worry about it, just say, you know what, Jesus? I trust you. Jesus, I'm going to give this to you to allow you to take care of this. And now I'm going to remind myself that you care about me. And you care about these things. So, here's the bigger thing. Greater faith means less worry, right? So here's the big point for today. Here's what Jesus shares, the solution for worry. I'm going to show you what Jesus says to take care of our worry problems. That coffee pot is really loud. All right. Jesus lays the foundation. He lays out the solution to worry. And here's what it is. Shifting our devotion. Jesus says to stop worrying from consuming your life. You need to shift your devotions. Why? Because we said the things that we're most devoted to are the things that we what? We worry about the most. So Jesus wants us to shift our devotion. He wants us to put our devotion into him and his kingdom, and then we worry less. In verses 33 and 34, Jesus said, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. What does live righteously mean? Live according to his standards. Live according to his desires. And he will give you everything you need. 
So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. So guys, most of us have the wrong things as our primary focus, and that's what causes us to live with worry. If my primary care is my career, guess what? I'm going to worry about it. If my primary care in this world is my kids, I'm going to worry about it. If my primary care is my marriage, I'm going to worry about it. And those are all great things. They're all important things. My kids are sitting there looking at me like, what? These are very important things, but they can't be the primary thing. Guys, the primary thing, Jesus says, is to seek God first. Seek his kingdom first. And then when I do that, when I put him on top and I'm focused on serving him, everything else will fall into place. He said he will give us everything that we, what? Need. Everything we need. So many of us have the biggest things up here. And so we can't put those as a primary. So being devoted to the wrong thing leads to more worry and to less peace. Being devoted to the wrong things brings more worry and less peace. So these are all good things. And Jesus modeled this for us. He showed us how to put his desires in his kingdoms first. Let's see what he says in Matthew chapter 6, a couple verses up, verses 7 through 13. It says, when you pray, don't keep babbling like pagans, for they think that they'll be heard because of their many words. Don't be like them, for your father knows what you need even before you ask him. Guys, listen to that. Jesus knows what you need even before you ask. He knows what I need. He knows that I, I care about my kids. He knows that I care about my career, about my car, about my marriage, or about whatever it is, my basketball team, my football team, the Huskers, whatever it is. He knows we care about those things, but he knows that we need them. And he wants to take care of us. But they said, so this is how you should pray. This is what we call the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Forgive us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we've forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation and deliver us from the evil one. But do you see the very first thing in there? Put God in his place, hallowed be your name, and then let your kingdom come. So guys, if we want to live a life that's free of all-consuming worry, we have to ask the Lord to let his will be done in our lives first. We have to seek him above everything else. And then when we do, he says that he knows what we need and he'll give it to us. And guys, so many of us have lived our lives consumed by worry. We've lived our lives with so little peace because we're worried about the wrong things. But when we come and we put Jesus above all our other worries, above all our other cares, we serve him first. Now, this doesn't mean you have to go be a monk. <laughs> this doesn't mean you have to go live in a monastery and sell all your possessions and all that. No, Jesus is saying, put me first. Seek my will and my kingdom first and everything else will fall into place. Everything else will be provided for you. So when he says your kingdom come, you will be done, that's the key. So we have to be willing to put his kingdom before ours. That means before my job, before my parenting, before my marriage, my finances, my school, all those relationships, all that stuff. And, and this is a big shift for some of us because in American culture, we're taught, seek first your house and your career and then everything else will fall into place. But Jesus said, no, no, flip that over. Put me on top. Seek after me with all your heart, and then everything else will fall into place. Everything else will happen. Listen to what Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. He says, don't worry about anything. Well, how do I do that? Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for it, all that he's done. And Jesus here says the Father already knows, right? So we just have to tell him about it. Then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. 
Let me read that one more time. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he's done. Then you'll experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So guys, what am I saying here? We're saying that if we want to experience peace, we need to put God first. And we need to tell him about what's going on because he knows. But we need to talk to him about it. Lord, I I need this. I'm seeking you first. I want your will to be done in my life first. But you see this need at work. God, I'm seeking you. I want you first. But you see this with my vehicle. God, you see what my kids are doing. You see what my spouse is doing. You see what that person I think might be the right one for me and and how they're not paying attention. (laughs) You know, all those things. He knows all those things. And so the last thing here, guys, great faith and greater focus lead to a life of less worry. Jesus says, don't worry about the stuff you can't control. Do what you can do. Do everything you can do. Do it to the best of your ability. Seek after me and let me worry about everything else. And so many times we're doing the total opposite of that. (laughs) We're doing everything we can do on our own. And we leave God out of it until a disaster comes. And guys, the thing we learned on 9-11 when this happened and felt like our world was falling apart, a lot of people turned to Jesus. But then once things got kind of back to normal, what happened? Well, went back to life like it was. And that's the big motto. That's what everyone says. Never forget. We can't forget that. And guys, Jesus here is saying, don't forget about me. Put me at the top spot. Put him up top and everything else will fall into place. Right? Everything will fall into place. Do what we can do. Pray about the rest and trust him to take care of it. So we can leave the worry to him. So guys, I'm going to pray. And I'm just asking this morning, guys, if you're here and you're saying, no, Pastor, I have got so many things I'm worried about. There's so much stuff. And if you only knew, you would understand why I'm so worried. (laughs) And I do, guys. I get it. These things are important. Jesus never said they weren't. But he said, if we want to live a life without being consumed by worry, we have to put him first. And we have to bring all those needs and all those cares to him because he's bigger than all those things. He can do all that stuff. So, Lord, right now I just come and I pray that you would help us today to put you first in our lives. Lord, would you help us to put you first above everything else? And Lord, I pray for all those who are there today who are worried and who are, who are consumed with worry and fret over things that are happening. And these are big things. These are, are worthy things to worry about. But Lord, I pray that you'd help us. Lord, that you would come and intercede on our behalf for all these things going on. And Lord, would you help us to flip this and, and to keep you on top and to put you above everything else. Because Lord, you said if we seek you first and live righteously, you will give us everything that we need. Lord, you said that you know what we need even before we say it. Lord, you tell us through Paul to bring our cares and our needs to you and the peace that transcends understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So Lord, today I pray that for every person watching this, every person listening to this, Lord, would you bring your peace that transcends all understanding and guard our hearts and guard our minds in Christ Jesus. And Lord, I pray if there are any watching this, listening to this today that don't have a relationship with you, Lord, that they would come and and talk to you about that and ask you to come in and fill their hearts with your peace and with your strength and to ask for forgiveness for all those things that would help them today. Lord, we thank you that you're with us. We thank you that you care. And Lord, I pray that as we go about our lives this week, you would fill our hearts and minds with your peace and with your truth. Lord, help us to put you first above anything and everything else. In Jesus' name. Amen.